Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to Love Sierra. My name is Sierra, I'm your host. And it is December 31st and I'm excited for the new year. Everyone's setting goals for themselves and I don't know what goal to set for myself. Honestly, my dreams are coming true right before my eyes. I managed to start my own podcast. My mom released her book literally in 2022. It's insanity what's been going on. This year has been absolutely insane for me and my family. My mom had a signing at a coffee shop here in town and the line was out the door. Believe me, my hands are tired from signing books all day. I was so tired, but it was all worth it. Just seeing how much people liked my mom's book and how happy she was to be able to sign books for people, it made my heart swell up with joy. Now, my mom and I, we are, we are two different people. I mean, of course, but when I say that, I don't mean it in a bad way. I mean, we're two different people in the sense that we both have different goals. But even though we have different goals, we all have the same, we both have the same ideals. I just want to be closer to Jesus. I just want to be closer to the God the God who saved everyone, the God who came down to earth literally five days ago, six days ago, just to be with us on earth, to take away our sins, to take away everything that we've done wrong. Isn't that insane? Now we praise him. We say, Lord, please keep my family safe keep my loved ones safe and please lord keep look over our family members who are struggling who are in pain who are in the hospital to those who are struggling with depression and anxiety and they can't do it on their own you see in the new year I'm, I'm so excited for what's to come and what will come in the future because I have goals. My goal this year, my New Year's resolution, is to just listen and speak words from Jesus. I'm here to speak. Jesus is here to speak through me. That's what I'm trying to say. Jesus wants to speak through me to you because if you're suffering, in pain, sick, or if you just need help, Jesus is speaking through me right now whenever I say that you will be okay. And I do want to send a special prayer to um, my friend, Amanda, who will be a guest on one of my next podcasts. Um, Please keep her in your prayers. Her mom is currently in the hospital. And Jesus, please take care of them both. Keep them in your heart. To St. Raphael the Archangel, please keep them both safe and keep keep looking over them. So, my Christmas this year was amazing. Not because I liked the the presents I got, which I did, but because I got to see the faces of those who were happy with what I got them. I got to see my brother smile because of what I got him. My sister actually hugged me 
that's rare. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, but my mom had wanted these shoes for a very long time now. And I decided to get them for her. And my my brother's girlfriend is so happy with what I got her for Christmas. I was so nervous because, you know, she's a very great person. But I still, you know, I don't know a lot about her. But <laughs> seeing her happy with something I give her is just amazing. My friends, they came by right before Christmas Eve. And they said, Sierra, here's what we got for you for Christmas. I had My two friends came over, Amanda and Hannah. Amanda is one of those gifters that'll literally listen to you. And she got me this beautiful cup that was a glass mason jar that said Sierra on it with a sunflower. And... I was like, how did you do this? Because you don't have a cricket in your house, but we have one. And she said, yeah, I may have st- snuck in your house while you guys were gone and did all this. I was just laughing at that. Now, Amanda is part of the family. Amanda is one of those people that can literally just walk in and just vibe with whatever we're doing. For watching a movie, so she'll sit down and watch it with us. <laughs> but the fact that I didn't know about this, <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs> But, um, then my friend Hannah, my friend Hannah is just the snack bringer. (laughs) Not only is she a snack bringer, but she knows what to get me regardless of what I tell her I want. Like, I swear, she knows me before I know me. But... The gifts that they gave me, although I love them very much, it was more amazing for me to see how they opened their gifts. Amanda's smiling face as she holds onto the water bottle I gave her, and Hannah with the amazing candle I bought for her. Seeing their, their smiling, shining faces after I was able to buy them something when I was scared I couldn't because I thought I was gonna be broke for Christmas. It's, it's an amazing sight. And then there was my brother's girlfriend. My brother's girlfriend got me something that I could not replace, even if I wanted to. I don't want to. It was a shirt that had a sunflower on it, and it said, Love, Sierra. It was basically my brand shirt. <laughs> I was so excited because I, I, I loved it immediately. I mean, of course, my sister did help because she's the cricket expert, and I was just really excited. Now, I was planning to do something this year for my mom. I was planning to make her cross. I was going to buy a cross from Hobby Lobby and get all my friends who are technically considered family and get them to put either fingerprints or sign it on the back for my mom. But that didn't flesh out too well because I didn't have time to go to Hobby Lobby since I don't drive. And my friends were all busy because they also had to do shopping. And they can't take me everywhere. <laughs> but um, regardless, I was, <laughs> I was... I'm still happy with what I got her. But the idea in, that, I, that I have in it, I'm 
I'm I'm just a really sentimental person. I like to bring sentiment to everything I, you know, give people or everything I receive. I like to bring sentiment to it. Like, for real. I'm that one person that is so sentimental, I will cry. (laughs) Like, this year for my boyfriend, I gave him a frame that says, I love us, and it says our names on it. Yeah, I put a lot of sentimentality into that. (laughs) I think... I think that my sentimentalism, I think that's the word, is not my downfall. But sometimes it can get the better of me. (laughs) Sometimes I'm too sentimental and no one gets like a hint that I'm trying to be sentimental, like with my brother. I got him a hoodie, but I wasn't trying to be sentimental. But he was like, I love it. Like he didn't want to hurt my feelings or anything because he thought I was being too sentimental or something like that. I don't know. But, um, you know, I'm just afraid of being too sentimental and then someone being like, what? Anyway, this year has been amazing. I don't know what your guys' year has been, but I hope it's been just as amazing as this year has. My mom released a book that was amazing. I managed to start my own podcast, even though I'm literally shy i honestly i used to have stage fright but i'm just glad i don't have to you know record video or else i would probably have an anxiety attack um but i started my own podcast my mom released her book and i i finally have spent a year with my boyfriend now that was something amazing to me you see my relationships in the past have not panned out as good as i wanted them to be but this this boy man he makes me the happiest woman alive i mean he's just the sweetest the most you know amazing guy on the planet i wouldn't trade that for anything he knows how to comfort me when i'm sad he knows how to make me happy he knows what i like and what i don't like and we have a show that we watch together and if i watch it without him he kind of gets mad at me but i mean if that was someone else, you would, uh, I would, I would honestly, I'd be mad too if it was the other way around. But <laughs> we honestly, I've never been this close with someone, and after spending a year with someone like him, it's just, it's just amazing, like to see how far we've come. I remember our first date, the day we first met. Well. Not the day we first met, but our first date day. But I remember how we met. And believe me, it was a good way. It was a good way to meet. Me and Chandler both met on Tinder. You're like, what? Tinder never works. What are you talking about? No. <laughs> Tinder, at first I swiped left. I said, no, I'm, not, I'm good. Because I read his profile and I was like, mm, I don't know. And I felt bad after, now that I've, now the fact that I'm dating him, I, f- I feel bad. But then I decided to go to Bumble and see what was up there, and I found him again. And I said, okay, fine, <laughs> I'll give him a chance. And then we were on, like, we kept talking all day and all night, like, we couldn't shut up to each other. I swear. And then one day, the day of our first, no, the day before our first date, he surprised me at work. 
at this point I was working at Chick-fil-A and I was outside working in the heat as a curbside like um food deliverer and I was running into the building to get another you know bag of food for the next person and I see Chandler walk in and I'm like wait a minute I feel like I recognize him and I see him and he looks at me and I'm like okay well I can't stand here forever I have to do my job so I walk outside and I deliver the food and then I start walking back to the the uh, building and he walks up to me and he says Sierra and I say Chandler and it was so magical being able to hug him for the first time meanwhile He's almost six foot and I'm 4'11", so you can only imagine the height difference. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and then our first date happened. It was so magical though, our first date. Our first date was us going to the art museum in Corpus Christi, Texas. Now, the, the art museum is boring. <laughs> and I know that sounds bad, but I'm a huge fan of art and I don't mind going to an art museum and making fun of all the artists because I'm just, you know, I'm me. I can't take things seriously sometimes. <laughs> so me and Chandler walked in and we saw this artist called, I forgot his name, but it was something Wilhelm. And we couldn't stop trying to recreate the Wilhelm scream. If you don't know what it is, look it up. It's one of the most iconic screams in all of history. I swear, like, it really is. It's iconic. And, uh, we were just sitting there just trying to recreate it together while we were sitting in this art museum lobby, which was practically empty. And we just kept laughing to ourselves as this documentary was playing in the middle of everything. And it would be like, Mr. Wilhelm was a good artist. Mr. Wilhelm was so funny. <laughs> I'm like... We're listening to this, and it's literally just a guy complimenting Mr. Wilhelm, Mr. Wilhelm, for literally an hour. We were just sitting there laughing, and then we went to and looked at all the art, you know, exhibits, and there was this calm when I was with him. I realized that I finally had someone to laugh with me, make stupid jokes with me, and someone who can laugh at my corny dad jokes that I always tell. <laughs> Believe me, it's like. It's just amazing to have that person with you to, you know, tell you that you're funny or, you know, you're perfect the way you are. It's so spirit lifting. Chandler, if you're listening to this right now, you changed my life. Chandler has been the kind of guy that knows how to help me whenever I'm in stress or I have anxiety or I'm feeling depressed about myself. Honestly... I, if it, if I honestly had to call someone, like, in case of an anxiety attack, I would call him. Him and Amanda are my two anxiety attack people to call. They're like my speed dials. Like, I can call Amanda and she'll pick up in one ring. And if Amanda's busy or at work, I call Chandler and he's literally, like, he'll be at work and he'll still pick up. And he works, like, he's a manager, basically. So, that's, that's really special to me. But Chandler and I have been together for almost, I think, a year and a half. So I feel like 
in this new year, what I want to set as a goal is to spend more time with him and to actually answer texts because I suck at it. I suck at answering texts because sometimes I start typing back and then I get distracted. I mean, I have ADHD. What are you expecting from me? Um, and I need to learn to... Sh- mm. Sorry. I need to learn, you know, how to be a better girlfriend. Because I honestly feel like I've been slacking off. I'm I'm still very new to this relationship thing. I mean, it takes time and it takes patience. But I'm still learning. And learning and growing is a part of life. So, if I had to give y'all any advice on relationships, if you're not in a relationship, be patient, because they will come to you. It's not about getting the, your boyfriend first or girlfriend first. It's not about beating your, you know, your friends at seeing who can pick up the most girls or anything like that. It's about knowing when and who is your soulmate. Like, honestly, I think I say a lot of these things, trying to be all, you know, smart and stuff, but I'm not. I'm just trying to help in any way I can, because I know what it's like to have your heart broken and to break a heart. And it sucks. I think we all know that. I mean, getting your heart broken is the one thing we don't want, right? And... As a person who has broken hearts and heart bro- has been heartbroken, it sucks both ways. So, if you're ever in need of a helping hand, or if you're stuck in a slump of being heartbroken, don't be afraid to reach out to people who love you, because they won't turn their back on you. Especially family. Family can't turn their back on you, because they do love you. I mean, I remember the first time I was ever heartbroken by a boy. I couldn't get out of this slump for days. I didn't want to go to school. I didn't want to get up and do anything. But my mom, she asked me, she said, Sierra, are you okay? What happened? I said, my boyfriend broke up with me because we were long distance at the time. And she said, They come and they go. It's not our choice. It's not our choice to make whether they want to stay or whether they want to go. And I took that to heart. And I realized that they do come and go. Just like time. Just like people. And just like holidays. And years. And stuff like that. Time always moves forward, never back, but it doesn't mean you have to get over it right away. I mean, you just got your heart broken. It's not that easy to get over it, but knowing that no matter what, time moves forward is a great reminder of the fact that we, as people, always, always can look forward to new things, better things. I know I'm just rambling with you today, but a lot of the stuff that I'd like to talk about on this podcast is how to help you 
learn and grow as people. How to help us learn and grow as a community, learn and grow as a country, or just learn and grow as a world. If we don't change and we don't grow, then we'll never get anywhere. So as we learn and grow, there's one thing we always look forward to. Is how it's how we progress and how things change around us and how we see it. Are we going to see it as a bad thing or a good thing? Do we see the world changing or government changing as a good thing or a bad thing? Do we see life changing around us as a good thing or a bad thing? You know, life is being brought into the world. Lives are being lost. But that's just the natural circle of life. So before I end the podcast for today, I do want to tell you a few goals of mine for the new year. And I want you to take a second after this podcast is over and write down, grab your, you know, a notepad and a pen and write down some goals of yours. My goals of, for 2023 20, are as follows. I want to be able to be off my phone more. I spend a lot of time on social media and on YouTube and on uh, TikTok and all that. And I know a lot of us are now these days, but you should take some time to be with your family and take some time to be with those who love you. And I need to learn that myself because if you can ask my mom, my brother, my sister, even my boyfriend can tell you, I'm on my phone almost 24 seven. And I wanna change that starting with the new year. Another goal of mine is to be able to communicate better. Now, I stumble over my words sometimes and I may accidentally say something wrong and I'm not the best person, you know, I can't talk right sometimes. Like, honestly, I stutter, I fumble with my words, and I just accidentally say the wrong thing at the wrong time, and I just can't help it. So I need to learn how to be a better speaker, to be a better, you know, communicator, and how to be a better podcast runner, because I'm not doing that great. But I'm trying. That's what matters. We Practice makes perfect. That's what my grandma told me. Practice makes perfect. My third goal is to stop taking what I have for granted. I feel like I've been doing that. And as time passes by, I've become more afraid of losing things, people, and definitely, and definitely losing my sense of faith. I've been missing church more often than not. I haven't gone to church in like a week and I I feel terrible about it but of course I try to make excuses as to why it's okay but it's not if you don't know missing church is a sin and yes you can go to confession for it it's not a mortal sin it's just it's just a sin but once you go to confession then you need to start getting yourself into a like a uh, schedule like I should go to mass this Sunday and I even missed mass on Christmas day and my mom can tell you we both felt terrible about it honestly it was the worst feeling in the world I missed the day that Jesus was born 
Another goal I want to make for myself is I want to be more readily available for those who are struggling. Whether it be my best friend, my boyfriend, my mom, or just some random homeless guy on the street, you know, I'd love to help them. Even if it's emotional, even if it's emotional, non-emotional, material or not, I still want to be able to help those in need. And I'm not the best person when it comes to emotions because I am I am the most emotional. Believe me, I cried at several movies. I almost cried at the new Avatar movie. Um, I cried at the Lorax. <laughs> um, I cried because it was a happy ending. And uh, apparently my heart can't take that. <laughs> but uh, honestly, I just... I need to be more emotionally and materially available. I hope you guys set yourself some goals too. And no cheapy goals like losing more weight or doing more exercise. Set some goals for your faith, your emotional life, and your family. Make sure you set some time aside for yourself, your family, and of course, you can write your goals down for your, you know, your self-image or, you know, how you feel about yourself, going to therapy, making sure you, you know, have time for yourself. Because if you don't have time for yourself, if you don't leave yourself any time, then you are technically, you are technically throwing yourself to the side. Because when you do that, you can't have leisure. If you don't take your time to treat yourself, then things will start to become overbearing and may knock you down and make you feel like you aren't worth it. When you are priceless, you are priceless. You're not worthless, you're priceless. Now, I hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you take what I've said into, you know, to heart. And although I may stumble and fall on my words, although I'm really bad with my wording, I hope you do take your time and listen to what I try to say and take what you can from it. Thank you guys for listening. I love you guys. Love, Sierra.